Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. John J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel Lady. You can check us out on ESPN, too. You can download the podcast. You can say, play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. If you open the window, you could probably hear us if we yell loud enough. What's going on? Good morning. Harry Douglas in for Key this morning. What's going on, Harry? Nothing much, guys. Good to be in New York. The wet, listen, yesterday... That breeze hit me. I'm used to 90s coming from down south. The thickness. The breeze hit me, hit my face. I was like, whoa, where's the sunshine? What, rainy yeah. and misty yesterday. What's, what's up, Jay? What you got, what you got going on, yeah, Max? Yeah. New York, man. Welcome to the grind. As soon as summer you know hit, it, it turned into fall for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that is. Literally. You know, uh, they're calling me the bounty man this morning because of the, the jacket I have on. Yeah, you're chopping like down some trees. I'm like the black version of the oh, bounty brawny. man. You're chopping down some trees. There's no doubt about that. What do you today. call it, Evan? It's the the brawny man, not the bounty man. No, lumberjay. <laughs> lumberjay. Lumberjay instead of lumberjack. That's lumberjay. fine. I like it. I'm out there chopping wood. When did they decide to put the puffy stuff on the front of that shirt? That's what I want. <laughs> like the designer's like, that's good. Ew. Watch this. I'm gonna slap a puffy thing on the front. <laughs> Max, <laughs> what is that? Gore-Tex? Max, Bubble James. Go- James, you should not be talking about fashion, James. What do you mean? I look good. Do you? What are you wearing right now? You got to say that with more confidence. He's James. wearing. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like you even believed yourself. Wrestling t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. You almost said it like a question. Yeah. Like I look. Did you say a wrestling good? t-shirt. Yeah, also, I'm a like, wrestling t-shirt and a, and a hoodie. Another observation I realize is, you know, as professional athletes, when you see another professional athlete, like you always look them up and down. It's just happening. Mm-hmm. Like you, you oh. assess the field. Here right? he goes. Yeah. And Here I was like, goes. man. Harry Douglas got cute ass feet, bro. He got if you size don't get out seven of his, shoes. We're on man. national TV, you man. You seven, can't be doing this. You wear size seven shoes. No, I don't. St- I wear nine and a half. Don't <laughs> you let look, it fool you. you. Why you got to round it up? In Zoom in on this man's feet. Look at those cute little feet. Hey, we in here. They baby. are adorable. Like, I, I look at my wife. Admit. I'm like, oh, baby, you got cute feet. Like, <laughs> now, do you, you, kept, you keep them pedicured like, up and all that? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Hey, it's like when you ask somebody young. How Manicure old, everything. When you ask somebody when they're young, how old are you? And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm 20 and a half. <laughs> I'm 20 and a half. Are you still trying to get the half joints? You still trying to get the half joints? That's what oh, I'm right now. Man. <laughs> I'm nine and three quarters. I'm nine and three quarters. <laughs> So <laughs> just go ahead and round that up oh, to ten, man. Harry. Yeah, round yeah. that up to ten. Well, y'all came out the gate this morning. <laughs> y'all you came out the gate. This I'm calling you Little Feet, Harry. Let's I'm, go. I'm baby. La- meantime, I'm laying low. Lay Today low, is the anniversary, <laughs> guys, of Title IX, and we have you covered. Our sisters in the industry, two of them anyway, Cheney Ogumake and Jessica Mendoza, two trailblazers in the sports world, will be with us throughout the show. We've been looking forward to that, of course. Uh, listen. And this is not like, let me just be very clear about this. We are not the show where now we're talking Title IX, so we'll have a female on the show, the token female. These are, these are, our, these are the homegirls. These, these are people. Yes. Jessica Mendoza, we talk about baseball all the time. We do, well, as much as we talk about baseball. And Cheney is just a star. Cheney Ogumike is one of those people who's just winning in life. Just said everything. Where'd you go to school? What'd you do with your profession? Are you smart? Are you, are you, are you charismatic on TV? She's like, yeah, Stanford, oh, you know. I'm going to find out what's wrong with Chine Ogumakete. Everything is too perfect. I don't even believe she's a real person. I'm going to find out what's going on. All right. That's a very uh, good narrative fitting for draft day. Like, okay. guys, oh, this guy, is, is he too perfect? Does he fit? Does he mm-hmm. not fit? I see where you're going. None of these dudes are too perfect in the draft this year. I don't see. Do you see a perfect prospect? I see big-time prospects. All right, well, big the time. NBA draft is tonight, 8 o'clock, uh, NBC, sorry, ABC, 
ESPN, ESPN Radio. Don't ask me how Jeez, that happened. how did that like, happen? I had a little mini stroke just then. <laughs> ESPN app. Duke's Paolo Banquero is the odds-on favorite to go uh, number one overall. Caesar Sportsbook Banquero is minus 200. Then Auburn's Jabari Smith is second, plus 150. Gonzaga's Chet Holmgren is plus 1,000. I'm surprised by those odds. i got to tell you the truth. Um, so the odds favor Banquero and a majority of basketball analysts – lean toward the six foot ten dude with the pure shot, Jabari Smith. Jay, where do you lean? So if you understand a little bit of the situation in Orlando, right? Uh, Jeff Wetman is the general ma- you know, magic president of basketball operations. And for him, <laughs> the reason why Paolo's probably the odds on favorite is because they posted workout video of Chet Holmgren and Jabari Smith when they came in, but they were a little bit more secretive about Paolo Bancaro. Almost in a way, they refused to tell the media if they worked him out or not, right? So when you start thinking about that narrative floating around the Orlando Magic, and I will say Jabari has the talent, and we'll get into NBA comps, like a mesh of a number of players to me. The talent is so there. It jumps off the page. There's like a Rashad Lewis-type ceiling for him when it's all said and done. But Paolo Bencaro can create his own shot. Rashad Lewis is a ceiling? <laughs> Yo, Rashad I, Lewis was nice. I know, but that's prime, a ceiling. But, but you if you're drafting one overall, you're looking probably for a higher ceiling, right? I gave you a look like Jay. Rashad Lewis got like a $140 million deal around that time, which is one of the highest he in the league. He did get a bag. Yeah. Like, let's not forget about what his ceiling. Like, I'm not saying, like, I don't think Rashad Lewis reached his ceiling uh-huh. from what he could be, but that's from the good. potential of what Rashad Lewis could be, or he could have been. The next, I see what you're saying. You can be like a Tracy yeah, McGrady-like no, no, what, player, right? So, I see what you're saying, yeah. But put it in perspective. So, I, look, I, I think Paolo Bancaro probably ends up going number one unless Orlando has the right trade package in place and there's a team that is salivating for Paolo. That could be in play as well for Orlando. And when you look at Bancaro, I like the way he can put the ball on the floor, right? He's, I think he's NBA-ready right now. Not saying Jabari Smith isn't, but his body type, the way he can shoot the three being 6'10", get his own shot, create. I like Ben Carroll being number one, but I can't can't sit up here and say I don't like fellow Southside Jabari Smith, who went to the to? same high school as freaking nature Calvin Johnson, Sandy Creek, and Tyrone, Georgia. Mm. See, when you talk about maybe if you're the Orlando Magic, the question is, do you want the stupid high ceiling or do you want the highest possible floor? In other words... Like, hey, let's take roll the dice and hope we have a superstar. But you have to be careful not to try to invent the superstar because that ain't going to work. If none exists in the draft, take the dude who's, you know, like if you shoot like Jabari Smith at 6'10", you're only going to be but so bad, you know? Well, then, Max, that led me to this question last night. I was sitting there doing all my draft pre-work, right? I'm like, I really had to think about this, and I dug deep. All right. Who was a better draft selection, mm-hmm. Steph Curry or LeBron James? So th- think about this. And some people, oh, it's it, LeBron it, James is easy. Knee-jerk LeBron, right. Knee-jerk LeBron. Yeah, but sure. if you're the owner of a franchise mm-hmm. and you're sitting there evaluating, you're like, all right, LeBron played in Cleveland for, what, 11 years? Got them their first world championship in the history? But left after, his fir- after that left first twice. seven-year period. Left twice. Yes, yeah. Okay. But Stephen Curry has been with the organization his entire career, has led you to four championships. Has been a magnet and, for Kevin Durant. Been, yeah. and, and, and he's been the – like staple of their signature of their culture that they have. Uh, in a way, you can make a case like Steph Curry was a better draft selection for the franchise of the Golden State Warriors. It's really interesting. Like, I would choose they Steph both Curry. Have, they both have four championships, 
But if you're the franchise, you're the franchise. You got all four with Steph, so all four of his chips are with you. And if you drafted LeBron, I mean, in Cleveland's case, he has one. But even if Miami, it would have been two, right? So if you're the franchise, Harry, you want all the chips. You want a dude who's going to stay. Where's Paulie? Paulie, what did you put in the damn cups? What's in their cups? <laughs> I got because some. both of them. Are anything is possible. Listen, it, it's clearly to me it's LeBron James. I don't think anybody has been under more pressure than a guy like oh, LeBron yeah. James. Not only that, you look at the body type. It's the same situation where you're going through right now when you talk about the Hawks and you talk about the Dallas Mavericks. And a lot of people, um, they would have chose Luka over you just Trey Young. LeBron James no, 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 no. And just, Stephen Curry to Trey Young and Luka Dennis. I'm just saying, like, when you look at the, well, I mean, the way, I the, understand you look at know, the way those guys are going. playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Harry, that, people, that you're looking at it from LeBron. If you're looking at it from the athlete's point of view, who turned out to be better, it's LeBron. But if you're looking at it from the franchise's point the of view. face of the NBA, LeBron Yeah, but he James. ain't on. I, I it, what good does that do your franchise if he's gone? But Steph is there with you the whole but time. But see, this is where but, you but, get into context, though. Because if you're this. the franchise, if you have your stuff, like, handled correctly, is LeBron James leaving? Can I ask y'all like, a question? Is he leaving? It's if you're making question. the right draft selections, if you're surrounding him with the right personnel, does he leave Cleveland? That's a good one. I, I, so that's why I struggle with it, though, right? Because all those pieces, Bob Myers in place for Golden State, it's a different kind of culture. If they trade Hickson for Stoudemire and start putting a winner <laughs> around LeBron, does he ever leave for my – let me tell you something about LeBron. To me, that dude has a little wanderlust. You know, he's looking at other horizons. To me, it just doesn't seem like he was going to stay anywhere the whole time. I have to ask y'all this. All right, when Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors, was Steph Curry the best player on that basketball team? No. No, Kevin right. Durant was. Have you ever had that conversation about any team LeBron's been on? Uh, well, was no, that? but LeBron again, Harry, been, but LeBron has been the it, best. Of, of course. You're yeah, of course, looking at it not- from LeBron's point of view. What Jay is saying is Steph stays there and is a magnet for KD. So if you're the owner of the franchise, do you want the better player who leaves – or the lesser player who still gets you the same four chips, so y'all but telling me for to you. look into the future. You telling me to be Miss Cleo? Well, I mean, no, in retrospect, I in retrospect, they got him with the ninth pick. I mean, they got and we we joke with Seth Greenberg, who's coming on. That's bad by the Knicks as well, show, right? Too, like so. even Duke basketball, they passed over Steph. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people have passed. So the ability to say, hey, that is a talent. I'm, I'm going to be able to get with that draft selection. Yeah, and knowing what you know now, way. Harry. And, he, and, and by the way, you got him for a cheaper deal off the injury first to build your franchise the correct way. It just, it's just going about but differently. You, but you said it, though. They surrounded him with the right pieces. I, I hear you. Harry, knowing what you know Look, now, in James, retrospect, that, who's the best draft more, pick? More margin Mo for errors? Not, not, not a knock on Mo Williams because Mo Williams can ball, but LeBron was in the finals with Mo Williams. You're arguing who's better. No one's arguing that. Yes, LeBron's better, clearly. Knowing everything you know. If I'm starting a franchise as an owner, I am taking LeBron James. All right. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Mako. That's Harry Douglas in for Key today. Need a paint job on your car when life throws you uh-ohs? Just say, better get Mako. Go to Mako.com today. Something the commissioner, by the way, I don't think, where was Steph drafted? Seventh. Seventh. seventh, yeah, not ninth, It was yeah. Clay who was Clay. 11. Yeah. Can't believe he went Was Clay 11? Did I just say the wrong thing again? But uh, the point it, is, they were, neither one was top five picks. Something the commissioner of the NFL said yesterday, that even uh, left Congress was wondering, wondering what's next. Not what's wondering next. That wouldn't make any sense, Jay. It's ridiculous. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. I tell you guys, the first time I met Michael Jordan, this dude had on, you know, Michael had those flowing-like suits, right? Yeah. You know, the suits that kind of always looked like he was some kind of R&B superstar. That yeah. kind of like, like there were two of them in there. Yeah, just flowing in the <laughs> yeah. wind, right? And I remember he walked up to me, and he was like, what's up, Dookie? And I was like, oh, damn, it's Michael Jordan. I was so, just hyped, right? Took it right to you because of North Carolina, huh? Yeah, what's up, dude? Just right, yeah. Right, and by the way, like, no, like, what up, Jay? How you doing? Congratulations. It was, around, it was like, what's up, Dookie? Like, on some straight competitive <laughs> stuff, right? So <laughs> yesterday there was this video trending where this, this young kid, it looked like he was in the parking lot for the Charlotte you know, Hornets, right? And the kid is saying, I'll read to you verbatim, oh, we finna see LaMelo Ball. That, that's not LaMelo Ball. That's Michael Jordan. That's Michael Jordan. And MJ is coming out around his car, right? And MJ right away was like, put the phone down. <laughs> the kid's trying to hold Defense mode. <laughs> and that kid puts the phone down because you see the concrete on the, on the ground. And then he tries to get slick. He tries he to get nice slim and slick. Yeah. He tries to hold it up on the side. But the best part about the whole video is like, that's so who MJ is. And everyone's like, damn, MJ. Like, just let the kid take a video of you. But the kid really just wanted to see LaMelo. He said, that's where's LaMelo Ball? Where's LaMelo Ball? But where's LaMelo Ball? Because <laughs> I want to know. LaMelo's a different complexion than MJ, too. Way different. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, that's LaMelo. No, that's Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, don't. Stop. Stop. <laughs> what I want to know, Jay, is how did it feel? Even He came at you with some straight on a competitive thing, right? What's up, Dookie? How did it feel? to be in a position where Michael Jordan the looks goat. at you and sees a competitor. The so Ray, Ray Allen was my vet. And I remember I learned a, a, a real quick lesson from Ray before I even came into the league that big bank always wins. Yeah, big bank right? take little so bank. So, like, you yeah. know, Ray signed those deals and, like, everybody's like, oh, trying to play craps or play golf and stuff. And, like, Ray's like, oh, better bet. I'm like, ah, Ray, I, I, I don't even got money yet. Stop. Yeah. So, I, I, for me, like, because MJ always goes into betting, man. Like, he, he, Max, I'm telling you, HD, he punks people. He'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, you, you think you could beat me in a shooting contest? Great. Bet $250,000. He'd be like, why? <laughs> what is the reason behind this? I'm trying to bet like a Twix, like a Twinkie. <laughs> is that like, not I'm enough? I'm trying to bet a dollar, man. Like, why are you trying to come out with 250K? I, like, so he just he smashes you like that. So I just, yeah. I leave MJ but, alone, But man. still, he saw you as a, comp- for, to be on Michael Jordan's radar as a basketball player where he looks at you and thinks he has to get a mental edge on you right away even if he's not active anymore it's got to be a great feeling it goes back to what you're saying though you meet some people it doesn't matter what they're doing in life it translates to everything they do competitive like, yeah he's that, defectively that, everything, competitive everything man yeah everything 
He's defectively competitive. He'd be like, oh, HD wears a size nine and a half. Oh, I wear a size you 13. Don't shut up, Jay. <laughs> I wear a size nine and three quarters. I have not seen a workplace in the NFL that is anywhere near what we saw for the Washington Commanders. NFL owners don't want to approve the removal of one owner for something that could come back and bite one of them. Will you remove him? I don't have the authority to remove him, Congresswoman. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN 2. It's a portable show. You check us out on TV. You're getting ready in the morning. You hop in your car. There was, your boys are right there for you. <laughs> your smart speakers say play ESPN. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and Harry Douglas is in for key today. It is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So here is NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell on the conduct of the Washington commander when he appeared before congress you're going to hear the question you're going to hear his response i have not seen a workplace in the nfl um, that is anywhere near what we saw in the context of that period of time for the washington commanders yes or no are you willing to do more Yes, of course I'm willing to do more. I never said that we were going to stop. I actually said the opposite. But we you will have the authority to recommend that Dan Snyder be removed yeah. as a team owner. Okay, the, you the, can the, recommend the gentlelady's time has expired. The gentleman may answer her question. Your time has expired. You may answer her question. Should Dan Snyder I, be I removed? I think I'm good. Remove him. Will you remove him? I don't have the authority to remove him, Congresswoman. This is Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib of Michigan um, questioning. Roger Goodell, uh, about what he intends to do with Dan Snyder. Look, I'll tell you about this. I've run me the wrong way, HD. Uh, all right, he doesn't have the authority to remove Daniel Snyder, but he does have the authority and the power to be transparent. And it was as if I was watching somebody the other day who seemed to be squirmish, very squirmish, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you could tell whenever you start – dipping into the legal jargon and dancing around issues and not really having accountability. That, I feel like that's what bothers me about this whole thing. Even for Daniel Snyder, uh, the fact that it's like, hey, man, just take accountability. Like, be there. Like, by him not showing up, to me, it stated everything I felt like I needed to know about Daniel Snyder. 100%. And it spoke louder than him actually being there. That's how I felt about yesterday. Yeah, the, I so- – Go ahead, Harry. So, so I'll say, so in order for owner to be removed, 24 to 32 owners have to uh, vote on that, mm-hmm. right, to force him to sell the team. But here's my thing on it, Jay, and I think you hit it right on the head. A guy who was invited to come tell his side of things, but instead he's on his super yacht in, in, in France, it shows you how much he cares about women, women and what he really thinks about women. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I have an opportunity to clear my name and go tell my side of the story, I'm not going to be somewhere where everybody else can make that assumption for me. I'm going to be right there to tell my side of the story. So it just lets you know it's not that important to them. But when you look at ownership, and it's not every owner in the NFL, but do majority owners condone this behavior in the workplace? Or does Daniel Snyder know X, Y, and Z about a few other owners so they Mm -hmm. don't want to say a damn word so their stuff don't come out? Because how can you just sit there, especially ones that have daughters, and have families, and you know what's right and what's wrong, and you don't do anything about it? Like, how can you sit there and just let a single human being do these type of things? Well, here's the thing. So 
you protect each other, right? Yep. The shield protects each other. So other owners, and I'm, I'm not saying that it's not all owners, right? Uh, no, but there right. are a select few. I actually wrote down some names because, you know, we always don't keep it real in the show. So, I mean, Jerry Jones, does he really want to have to explain when he paid a former cheerleader $2.4 million to settle a case that she brought involving Was there, was there an NBA? Because then he doesn't have to. Right. Does Jim Ursay really want to talk about in depth about drug and alcohol problems and how that might have affected some decision-making within the franchise? Like, there's a lot of stuff that we can dig into now for certain owners that if you go into discovery, it makes it challenging. So in other words, that's why they would protect each other because they don't want all that stuff coming to light. They all have dirt on or or many of them have dirt on others. And I'm like, I'm not saying all these situations have dirt. Like there's understanding, but like there's a lot of stuff to unpack for multiple situations. Roger Goodell, when he's like, I don't have the authority to remove him. Roger Goodell is really, working at the pleasure of the owners, right? They're his bosses collectively. And so a lot of it in these moments is they get caught up in a hypocrisy. The hypocrisy being they have to pretend that there's something other than a money-making organization. If, you know, the NFL cares, look at how much we're doing in the community, and that's all great that they do. I suppose it reflects well on our culture in the sense that large corporations feel that they at least have to public facing you know in a public facing capacity show that they care about people keyword show yeah right but the fact is it's almost like this is why you talk about government regulation with business would you get mad at a shark for for eating something a shark doesn't have the capacity to think morally it just eats it's hungry that's what a corporation is that's what a money making venture does its job is to make money and so here is a moment where Goodell gets caught up in, it, like, it's in not that he's two. being a hypocrite. It's that he works for an organization where they have to at, behave hypo- hypocritically at times. I don't have the power to remove my boss, especially if the other bosses don't like it. Yeah, but shouldn't you care about this stuff? Yes, I suppose we should. But in the end, we have to do a calculation. How much does it affect our bottom line? And we hey, were not there yet. I'll give you another one for discovery. I mean, you think Stephen Ross wants to open up Pandora's box? I mean, his past situation with Brian Flores. And the, people don't want to go down this avenue if it leads to that. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Much more on this in an hour with Dan Graziano. So, guys, this may not have been a Woj bomb, does it? It's a Woj device of some kind. It certainly is juicy. That's the latest on the Nets sending a message uh, across the NBA. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Harry Douglas in for Key Today. ESPN Radio. ESPN 2. The serious oh, The serious Sirius XM Channel 80. Your smart speaker is the ESPN app. 
We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We had uh, Bobby Marks, former NBA executive and front office insider now for us here at ESPN on yesterday. And I asked him, why are they messing with Kyrie's contract when KD has his back, right? And so in the end, Bobby Marks was saying, well, you know, you'd negotiate still because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but let's say KD is like, "Uh uh-uh, it's either this or I'm out of here. What would you do? He said, I'd fold. So knowing that, that they hold that card, why even mess around with Kyrie's money when you know you're going to fold in the end? Or will they? This is Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN senior NBA insider on the 12 o'clock Sports Center yesterday. Brooklyn has been hesitant to do a long-term deal with Irving, but they also run the risk of alienating Kevin Durant and perhaps unfastening him uh, from his commitment to wanting to be in Brooklyn if Kyrie Irving were to leave. In a perfect world, the Nets find a way to do a deal that still gives them some leverage to get Kyrie Irving on the court next season. Uh, But certainly, if he's willing to take significantly less money, he could walk, he could sign perhaps that $6 million exemption with the Lakers. Um, It seems to me you did all this work to get these two superstars to your team. Even if you weren't crazy about the idea of Kyrie and that was just the cost of doing business with KD. Jay, I remember very clearly, without James Harden, KD and Kyrie were embarrassing the eventual champion Bucks. KD and Kyrie. You got them both on your team. There are no more restrictions in terms of vaccinations, everything, because Kyrie refused to get vaccinated. Nevertheless, that is no longer an issue. You got them both here. They're kind of due for a healthy season. You're going to start messing around now? At the end of the day, I mean, if you want to lessen the number of years to a degree, or there's stipulations about games played. And, and yesterday when we had Bobby Marks, he, he was like, hey, look, games played, minimum amount, 60 games. 67, that's 60, 80% of the game. Or, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that number, around that number. And I said, well, how about injuries? He said, no, injuries. I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not going to sign it. I would never sign that. If I break my ankle, all of a sudden I'm not going to get my money because I didn't hit a minimum of 67 games of an injury that I got while I'm playing. Mm-hmm. So if, if they could specify things outside of – on-court-related injuries to off-court things, maybe I think there's middle ground. But at the end of the day, I see them giving him his money. And I don't see Kyrie saying, I'll go play in L.A. for $6 million. If it was Jay and they didn't guarantee the final two years, he'd get on his motorcycle and drive away. He'd be out of there. (laughs) (laughs) But but that is cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. What is the five fingers? Cold-blooded. That's the truth because life comes with risk. Come on. Living your life comes with risk, let alone like just playing in the NBA, whether it's on court or off. You want the money guaranteed. You want your money guaranteed. If it's not guaranteed, it doesn't really exist. Listen, here's what I said yesterday. Personally, from a personal standpoint, would I give Kyrie the money? No. But if I had to put my owner's hat on, GM hat on, I'm giving him that money. You look at the odds, right? The odds just came out with Caesars. They're second behind the Golden State Warriors, right? When have yep. the Brooklyn Nets ever been in that position? You, you, you can't name it. Mm-hmm. So when I look at a Kevin Durant and I look at a Kyrie Irving and I know I have an opportunity with a Joe Harris coming back, with a Ben Simmons coming back healthy, and a Seth Curry coming off the bench, I know I have an opportunity to still make it to the NBA Finals and potentially win it. I'm not breaking this duo up. 
Plus, at the same time, I don't want Kevin Durant feeling some type of way if we go a different direction Harry, with Kyrie. question, question. I asked Bobby Marks the same thing. You don't want to guarantee the whole Kyrie contract. By the way, I wouldn't want to either only because Kyrie, when he says he didn't want to make it about him, Jay, I believe that. But I think if he saw the bigger picture, he clearly wants to be a part of something bigger than himself, and he's willing to, to sacrifice himself for that bigger thing, right? So you could talk about George Floyd. You could talk about protests. You could talk about not getting a very safe and effective vaccine. But, okay, he has his feelings about it. The point is he's willing to – so if I'm a team, I'm nervous. Number one, you might get injured. He's also been hurt. Number but, but two, the cap- next cause will come around you'll attach yourself to. But I, se- I, I just want to say like, he wasn't the only NBA player that decided not to get vaccinated. I, there were multiple. I just want to uh, say like, – underst- Understand, but, I'm, but, I'm, but we're talking him. Kyrie. It affected him because so, he was in the city of New York. Sure. So, But the point is some next big issue will come along that he'll sacrifice his professional career for, I'm thinking, if I, and, and want to be something part of something bigger than himself. So, Jay – if I'm the team, I don't want to guarantee four years. However, if, if KD comes to me and goes, yo, if, if you're going to mess with Kyrie, I want out of here. Here, Kyrie, here's yeah, your guarantee. You don't have a choice. Would you? Would you're you? damn right I would. So what are we doing Point here, Jay? Period. What would you do, Jay? I, I'm the one that yesterday I said I think there's zero, zero percent chance that he goes somewhere else. I've already did it this whole conversation, by the way. So because at course. the end of the day, your, your, your guy who is – the person that the franchise listens to as it relates to the direction of where the franchise is going to go is going to look at you and say, yo, he's one of the main reasons I came here. That is my brother. That's the guy I believe I can win a championship but with. But the fact is, the fact is they are going down this road with Kyrie. So they are willing to risk the relationship with Durant. Let's say KD at a certain point, they don't get off this nonsense with Kyrie. But- and KD's like, I want out. And he went somewhere else because the thrust of Woj's or one of the interesting points in Woj's piece is to other teams want this to go on so that KD becomes untethered oh, yeah. to the Nets. What Spec- about that especially side the of small it? market teams. What about that side but, but of the he, but, but, but here's my thing with the Nets, though, right? You can't all of a sudden, you know, be lenient with these two guys or Kyrie per se. And then all of a sudden now you want to try to play hardball with them. It don't work like that. That's like when you have a child and you're lenient with your child, but when the child turns six years old, you want to be that hardcore parent. It doesn't work like that. They're going to sit there and laugh at you. But I want to look at Harry. So we're talking about the hypothetical that if Kyrie decides to leave, you're saying what should KD do? Or, or like, it's just interesting. If KD wants out, where could he go? Where would he go? Where would make the most sense? Who could get him? Two things, right? Number one. Obviously, if depends upon the relationship that KD has with Joe Sy and Sean Marks, that if he actually acquiesced and he said, okay, we can't get Kyrie, who else could we get in return? Let's make some moves. So, number one, staying in Brooklyn, seeing if you can work through that with those guys because you already you have a culture. It's, somewhat, it's beginning to become established. I want but, KD in Brooklyn. I'm, I live in New York. I'd lo- you know, the, the Knicks have always let me down. I'd love to see the Nets win. But if you end up saying, hey, I want Kyrie – and you can't find middle ground with Sean Marks and Josiah, and they decide to get rid of Kyrie, I'm, I would tell you from a fan perspective, I would love to see this because I've now watched him in Golden State, you know, and, and with that franchise, with that management from Joe Lakeups to Bob Myers to Steve Kerr, I would really love to see KD play for the Miami Heat. I would, I, and I, I know one. some people oh, it's a say, good one. I would love to, I know some Ooh. people are going to say you can't do that. Why because you, you would see him following the footsteps of LeBron James, 
Like, but at the end of the day, people are going to criticize KD regardless. Man, regardless of what he wants to do. LeBron's been gone from Miami for a decade. And to see I, him you know. be part of that dog mentality oh, that they yeah. have in Miami. I love that it. That kind of fits the culture of who. And actually have a coach in Eric Spostra who's been there, who's done that before. Have a guy like Pat Riley who can oversee it. Don't give Pat it, Riley it's, KD. It's different. Don't give well, Pat Riley it's KD. It's different for me. Jay, you just said something really interesting. You said if he goes there, he's following LeBron's footsteps and people would crush KD. Where can Kevin Durant go where people aren't going to crush him? He already joined the Warriors. We're him. still talking about him joining the Warriors. And he won two titles there. And that was like five years ago. No, no, Evan, so Evan can, who cares? Evan, where who can cares? Kevin Durant go? He can go to the next. He's not going to get crushed. He can go who to the next. Who cares? If the, he, Kevin Durant he doesn't does. care if people. No, no, he cares. No, no, what, he no. Cares. no, no, no. no. He no. already went. He joined a. 73 win team that came within a possession of winning the championship he clearly does not care but if, if he gets crushed it's not what's going to determine his decision but I'll give you some answers to that the Dallas Mavericks Ooh, put him tough. with Luka and watch what happens there's nothing wrong with him going to the Dallas Mavericks is there I don't know how you're going to defend that pick and roll good wouldn't be able to luck defend it. Good luck. I don't know They'll how you're going to defend that decision. Jeez, joining another superstar. Well, but, but, it's, but it's not going to matter. He's going to get Everyone crushed. We're going to be talking about no, 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 if no, he no. goes anywhere except for like OKC for the redemption, like LeBron did in Cleveland, or if maybe he goes to like DC and plays for his no, hometown team. No, listen. Everyone knows it takes more than one superstar, right? Like it takes you need multiple all stars on the team. KD going with Luka, that's fine. The, the issue with KD, the issue with LeBron in Miami is that he got together with another top three, four player in the league. You could even argue they were one and two at that time, plus Chris Bosh. The issue with KD is he raised the, he upped the ante. He's like, I'm going to go to an already fully baked championship caliber, greatest team of all time and just join them. This would be different. This would be like, all right, look, Dallas really needs another piece. I'm the piece. Me and Luca are going to take a little still run at Luca's this thing. Team. It's Luca's Miami's team, Miami's still Jimmy Butler's Luca's team. Luca's team. It's not That's a, the it, thing is we've been talking about how, like, people are talking about how he has to win one as the guy. If he goes to Dallas, no, that's no. not his team. That's Luca's team. No, no, no. But, but, why, but, but he's not a point guard. He's like Luca. He's not, he's not the primary ball but, but here's the thing about OKC. Right? You have, what, Josh Giddy and Shea Gilchrist Ale- Ale- Alexander. Mm-hmm. If you trade for a Kevin Durant, you don't think any one of those guys are, are going to be wanted in return? Oh, like, no, of course not. That's what I'm saying. So I, now Kevin, OKC now he's, but now he's in a situation where he's just the only guy. At 3334, OKC or the DMV area, even if you were able to kind of get him and Bradley Bill, like if Bradley Bill ends up staying there, we'll see what happens the next couple of days with Bradley Bill. I, that's not giving him the best realistic chance to win championships. No, I want to circle back to this ridiculous I point. More pressure that it's, on him, too. Yeah, exactly. I want to circle back to this ridiculous point. Well, that would be Lucas' team. Guys, you're, you guys are missing the control room. You're missing the point. It's not simply that it was Steph's team. It's that they'd already won a championship, and then they won 73 games, and by the skin of their teeth lost to LeBron in Game 7, right, by a possession. That's why it was an issue. The, the Dallas Mavericks have not sniffed a championship. It's okay to go somewhere where there is another star. This is why I think this whole conversation is whack anyway. That's why they're not you're leaving. Whack. They're not going to leave. You, you're telling me that Kyrie is – we're talking about this being a huge story on Kevin Durant where he goes is going to somebody else's team. You're telling me Kyrie is going to leave for the mid-level exemption to go to LeBron's team? For $6 million. For $6 million? No. 
and then be the kid again. Will he want, after he, well, after he, he wants his money right exactly. now. <laughs> he wants his money, but he's going to go back to being the kid again. Even though I know they've no. mended their relationship, he's going to be second fiddle to LeBron. Like, that's not – he'll get – Destroy too. Their backs are against the KD wall. KD could go to the and Clippers. And here's the thing that nobody's talking about. No, he can't. Yeah, he can't. Sure can. Oh, stop. The Clippers have never been to a conference finals. Here, here is something yes, that nobody is talking year. about. Hold on, Evan. Let me finish my point here. So you guys are always saying, oh, he's going to somebody else's team, right? Yeah. When, Le- when Kyrie was with LeBron, it was seen as LeBron's team, right? Kyrie was like the sidekick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's something that a lot of reports came out. LeBron referred to him as the kid. All that stuff, like Kyrie didn't like that. He Kyrie got mad at me because team. Kyrie got mad at me because I was like Shaq and Kobe. That's one A and one and one and one A. LeBron and Kyrie, it's like LeBron and special secret weapon okay. guy, not so even got, one B. I know we get into a debate <laughs> about Kevin Durant fire. being the, you know the two time Finals MVP on yep. Golden State. Right? It was Steph's team. He created right. Like that yeah. was a, that was a major and they'd already thing. won a championship. Here, yeah. So here's yeah. my point. You ready? It is. They look at each other in Kyrie and KD as equals. Right. Now, some people want to say, hey, it's really KD's team. If you ask a lot of people internally, some people might say, oh, it's Kyrie's team. But they see each other as equals. We have You're to not get- going to hold on, Max. You're not going to find that anywhere else if you try to move KD to another team. That's, a, that's why they're not going to move away from each other. It's theirs together. Got it. I think that's a great point, and I just want to point out, KD is not a point-forward, primary ball handler guy. So this idea that, well, it's not his team because – so is, he's always going to have a playmaker on his team in the backcourt. That doesn't mean it's not – like, it's of course. He, and by the way, he should have that. Ridiculous. He's not – his game is not exactly like LeBron's or Harden's or someone – or Luka's. It's different. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But if he wins a title in Brooklyn, we are going to look at it as – Kevin Durant joined up with Kyrie Irving and led Brooklyn to a title. Agreed. I don't know if he goes to Miami, if he goes to Dallas, if he goes to Los Angeles, if that is the conversation. The conversation is once again going to be that Kevin Durant needed to go somewhere that already had an established culture and established superstars. He to couldn't win, do it himself. That he couldn't build it himself. I agree. To win a title. Agreed. But, that's but, that's why, why he ain't going nowhere. But, but, but that why is why he's not going anywhere is exactly the point, Matt. But why are we following an athlete to want to go to a great culture? Like, whoa, 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 create whoa. it. Be a leader, not a follower. I, I understand yeah, but, but, that, but, but it doesn't not, always work out that way. Yeah, it's not so only you. So we can't you. get upset with a human being for wanting to oh, go to oh, a Harry, great culture. But Harry, check this out. Wait, this is check what this we do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing, and I brought this up. I brought this up the other day. Once upon a time, Larry Bird is born into an NBA. Red Auerbach is his GM. He gets him Mikhail Parrish. Magic Johnson has already got Kareem. Jerry West goes gets him. James Worthy, right? But LeBron was in Cleveland with Dan Gilbert. Bum! Right? As, a, <laughs> as an owner, right? So, so he has to be his own GM, and he makes the super team in Miami. Now, in this era, who are we comparing KD to? Who is this real contemporary competition? LeBron. Yeah. So part of the question with KD is not just KD the basketball player, but KD the GM. Can he overcome a culture or create his own culture. Whether or not that's fair, yeah, that's how he's going to I don't think that's fair to Kevin Durant. I don't think it's fair either, but it's the world that we live in. And exactly. LeBron did it. Fair, right? LeBron but I will did tell it you, in Cleveland so with Dan first, Gilbert. But the, so this comes down to decision-making, right, as it relates to being a de facto GM. The first decision was he paired up with Kyrie Irving. 
Right, so that that's there's so much at stake here yeah. for KD in this thing. That's Bingo. why you need to make it work. Bingo. That's why if K- Kyrie leaves the egg on the face of KD, who chose to partner with him, it look it's a bad look. But Jay, really, that's leverage for Brooklyn. You would fit. You so so knowing that, I agree. I think we all agree in the control room on the show yeah. that KD needs this to work. I think that's a great point, Jay. With Kyrie, because this is the dude he decided to partner with. This is the location he chose. That gives Brooklyn leverage. Does it? I think it gives Kyrie a lot of leverage. Well, now gives, look, Kyrie now already look, has the leverage with KD, but now Brooklyn, knowing that, is like, KD, you ain't going nowhere. I know what to solve it all. I know what to solve it all. Just made the NBA Finals and go against the Golden State Warriors and beat their ass in, 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 in the NBA Finals. It'll solve, it'll, solve, it'll solve everything. Yeah, but Max, you know what? Just the thought of me going somewhere is enough to scare your ass. Me? Yeah, just I'm caving on that one. Yeah, I fold. Just to see you sweat. So I might know I'm not going anywhere, but you, you don't me. know that. You call because, my bluff. I'm not even taking that chance. Because if there's one thing that no. we all know, and I've seen it personally, ain't nobody know what the hell Kevin Durant is thinking. Mm-hmm. He might give you a little including insight Ke- here and there. Kevin Durant. And, and he but he'll be around you. you. He ain't going to say nothing. He'll <laughs> give you weird looks. The energy in the room feels different if, if he feels different. The I'm going to tell you that right now. The whole point of the NBA basically, is to figure out a way how to get KD and Kyrie on the same team. <laughs> Brooklyn did it already. Why would they? they don't want those dudes going anywhere. That's why I say if I'm Sean Marks, listen, i got to give Kyrie this money. I'm not playing around. Well, I'm going to yeah, tell you, I'm I'm tell you when, this, when this with whole Kyrie's thing popped off right the first time, though, Max, mind. when it popped off the first time, like I, I know that there were a lot of people inside the organization who were like, we need Kevin Durant. We need him. Kyrie comes with a lot. We need him. Mm-hmm. That's right. So just know that as we're talk as as we're seeing this stuff unfold, know how they came to the decision in the first place to get KD. I wonder if Kyrie feels any obligation to KD to pay it back that way, right? Like if I'm Kyrie, I'm like, yo, this dude is going out there like that for me. I'm, I'm not going anywhere till we chip up. You know, got to get the job and, done. And it's like Key and I or HD and I or all of us, right? Like if you're at a certain point, be like, yo. You got my back? All right, I'm about to push these they limits right now. They got to have conversations. I'm, I'm going to push they these limits. To. You and yep. I are on the same page. Yes. This is what I'm doing because I'm trying to get as much money for me and my family as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn what nobody That's my says. Boy. I'm gonna. I just need you to back me. That's right. That's how dudes be talking in the league. It's... Yo, it, it, they be strategizing, So who are you, Wade or Bosh, or who's who? I, it doesn't matter. Oh, we're sorry. The, doesn't matter. We're on the same page. Uh, he said he's LeBron. We seen I that. said, Wade, Bosh, I'm LeBron. We, so we, we, are we choosing up superheroes we now? we seen that yeah. free throw. Oh, yeah, you might you be ain't LeBron. You ain't nowhere yeah, close. Y'all leave LeBron alone, man. LeBron's a good free throw shooter. 70-something percent. Max, Yeah, you're like 15 percent something. You know, he said something that really opened my eyes. This is how bad it was. And I started, I've spilled coffee the other day. No, you spilled coffee multiple times on the rug. Yeah, but but it happened again the other, like I spilled coffee the other day and Key goes, he looks at me and he goes, yo, is there something wrong with your motor skills? But listen to this. (laughs) Listen to this. When I looked at the free throw, I think I have to go see a neurologist or something. I think there, I think I might have some. What the hell are my hands doing? I think he's right. The way he said it, there's something wrong with my motor skills. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's oh, bad if God. you see it. And you go, I may have but, to see a but doctor. But see, the part was oh, not a he shot had just doctor, talked a about doctor. five minutes before this dude spilled his coffee on the rug. <laughs> he had just talked about, like, yeah, Max, there's so many stains on the rug. He's like, I know. And it was like, boop, boop. I'm like, come on, man. Don't fumble the coffee after we just talked about it two minutes ago. <sighs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Dude said he has nine and a half size shoes. Nine and a half. Hey, um, 
Big it's game, good. James. You have 30 seconds to make a point on uh, Kevin Durant. Go ahead. Hey, guys. What's going on? This is Big Game James from Detroit. What I, what I don't understand is all you guys are competitors on the show, with maybe the exception of Max. <laughs> and the narrative keeps getting switched from, K, from KD, about KD. It's not even that he went to the Warriors. It is because the Warriors kicked his you-know-what. Then he went to the Warriors. They didn't kick his you-know-what. They went to a Game 7. I was there. They went to a Game 7. We got 30 seconds. Not too late now. And he... I used up your time, big game, James. It's all over. Why do you interrupt people? I don't know. I feel, I feel great. Great players don't mind playing with other great players. Like, yeah. He couldn't get by the Warriors. They went to a game seven. I was there. It was close, you know? Me, Frank, I, I couldn't. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, NBA draft stuff coming right up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. 